This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Unequal Sequel. Extra! It's that time again when it's one of the special Friday treats for you all. And on this week's episode, me and Rich are going to try and review, and I mean try because in my head it's I'm still frazzled, yes. Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Since I watched it, I've been dying to talk about it. <laughs> and this is just, I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, isn't there? Dave, you look so puzzled, Dave. You just don't know what to say. <laughs> Did I enjoy it, Rich? Did I enjoy it? I think so. I don't know if you enjoyed it or not. My initial reaction from leaving the cinema was that it was bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Parts of it made no sense whatsoever. There are massive, massive plot holes. The laws of physics do not apply in this world <laughs> in any sense. Isaac Newton would be spinning in his grave. It is absurd. It is predictable. It is sentimental. And I bloody loved it. Like, like <laughs> There's so much wrong with this film. It is so stupid. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. It was so it fun. It was fun. I'm going to give you that one. Where do, do you want to start the negatives or the positives for you? Let's go, go, let's start positive with you. Go with the positives. Uh, yeah. Okay. So positives are it's really funny. It's really funny. Like it's really funny. There's some very good comedy in it. John Cena was not as awful as I thought he was going to be. He's still quite wooden. <laughs> let's put it uh, let's put it mildly. I quite liked getting to see the backstory. I get quite like mm, the, to, the to, prequel to, stuff to backstory about yeah what makes the Toretto's kind of the Toretto's essentially what makes Dom the man he is you know seeing that sort of what happened because he talked about what happened with his dad and stuff and oh I don't want to drop any spoilers but we do get a bit of flashback to see exactly what happened to Dom's dad yeah and I, yeah and I liked that quite like a, a bit of bit of Finn Cole from Peaky Blinders popping up I thought he was that was nice. As a, a young version of Jacob, which oh, is Dom's, who's Dom's brother. That's where he's from. I was like, I, well, I don't think I'm giving any spoilers away here, but yeah, no, this is going to be a hard one. <laughs> Are we giving away spoilers by saying that that Dom has a brother who who neither him nor Mia have mentioned ever before? No, <laughs> in eight other movies. <laughs> yeah, if you watch the trailer, you know that he's got a brother, and from the trailer, you know pretty much every set piece. 
So I feel like we can talk about the bits yeah. that are in the trailer. And that includes the return of one of the characters that has previously died in one of the other films. Oh, can we... I'm pretty sure it's one one trailer. Is it? Because uh, I've not seen the trailer, so I didn't know right. that was going to happen. I was not Okay, well, we won't that. mention him by name. I'm just going to tell you now, <laughs> I don't think that needed to happen. I don't yeah. think that that needed to be in there. No, I, I think you're right, but Fast and Furious loves bringing back someone back from the dead. They absolutely love bringing someone back from the dead, don't they? But they shouldn't at you know, this it's point. Their, it's kind of their thing. Should they? Well, I, I, I don't. They, they didn't need to. Let's put it that way. It was not an integral part of the film. But then, yeah. I, I don't think any of it was integral to the film, to be honest, because the film is so bonkers that you, it's just. It's just mad. There are some bits in it that are just plain weird, <laughs> and I think there are. <laughs> I mean, this will forever be known as Fast and Furious in space, right? Because yes, I, I don't think that's any spoilers. Because again, that I think that's widely known. They go into space, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> Rid- I mean, completely and utterly takes physics and bins it. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not a science expert, but that that's not possible, right? What their plan is there? No. Wearing deep sea no. sea diver suits and just going up in a Pontiac, pretty much. <laughs> Which I hope is sealed properly. I mean, they would freeze to death for a start. I mean, let's let's not even start on like not being able to breathe. Yeah, they good would point. literally freeze to death in the vacuum of space. <laughs> it's insane. It just slowly gets more insane, doesn't it? Like for the whole yeah, yeah. two but and a the, half hours. Apparently, rich. gravity doesn't exist in Fast and Furious World. Why should it? Like even from, from the very first set piece, a jeep crosses a rope bridge that has been severed at one end. <laughs> Like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I enjoy that bit. <laughs> Carries along this rope bridge <laughs> and somehow defies gravity. <laughs> Amazing. That wasn't even the weirdest part because the bit, there's a bit in the trailer when Vin Diesel hooks himself to the other part of that bridge and swings himself across by using a car. I just don't understand how yeah. all these cars yeah. are unbreakable at this point and how. <laughs> I love the fact that neither do the characters in the film. They, <laughs> there is, again, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, so cover your ears if you've not seen this before, but there is a point where Roman and Tej, Tyrese and Ludacris, have a conversation about how absolutely unbelievable the things they do mm. are. And they might, you know, it's, it's almost a fourth wall breaking, hang on a second, are we superheroes kind of moment. Yeah. Are we unbreakable? Yeah. You know, that kind of... Like, I thought Samuel Jackson was going to come out. We have that conversation. Yeah, Mr. Glass. Yeah, Mr. Glass is going to wheel himself in. <laughs> oh, I really dear. enjoyed Tyrese in this film. I thought he... I did I too. he was hilarious. The, I, yeah. I mean, he's shouting through 90% of this film, but everything he says is, well, it was spot on and funny. Out of all the characters. Absolutely. And at yeah. this, I don't understand why they keep asking this team to return to save the world. Because at this point, <laughs> half the team's either dead or gone. And what? surely there's yeah. other better equipped people than five people in yeah. a car. I, 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 I'm thinking too much. I, I don't know. Dom and Letty have essentially locked themselves away in a farm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And... And, and and are clearly not welcome to visitors because when people turn up they just get some big guns basically it's like, <laughs> and they clearly I, I can't imagine there's a lot of laughs in that house <laughs> like, no neither 
yeah, Dom and Letty both very serious in this movie and very kind of beaten. But yeah, I mean, it's... It's two and a half hours, Rich. It didn't feel too long for me. I mean, I guess it did for you, but I would have... I mean, I would have cut the whole space thing. No, no. If we're we're going to do a Fast and Furious now, and this is where they're taking it, the space thing had to stay, I'm afraid. It was one of the... (laughs) It was one of the better storylines, even though it was... Because that's what, at this point, that's what people expected, wasn't it? True. When it ended, they were like, well, there's only one way this is fucking going now. We're we're going into space. Yeah, yeah. Insane. Yeah. And I think (laughs) the makers were like, well, okay, let's somehow take them into space. And they kind of found a way. I can't imagine where they're going to go with 10 and 11. There's nowhere. There's absolutely nowhere they can go. Under the sea? I don't know either. I mean, if it did, it did make me think. Like, if I was if I was a government agency and I'd created a weapon mm. that was so destructive that I was really worried about people, someone getting hold of it and using it for evil. The International Space Station is a really good place to put it because, like, yeah. you could just you put it up there, no one can get to it, and then if someone does try to get to it, you could just send a rocket up and blow up the space you could station. Just throw it out of space, and be like, oh, it's lost forever now. Well, yeah, but you might still want need it at some point to get it back. Like, yeah, it's just you know, I, I, I was just thinking that. Another good point is Char- Charlie Theron's back as Cipher, who does seem a bit, you know, a bit pointless. Add a bit of menace. No, with a terrible, terrible haircut. What is her haircut about? And also, like, she's basically the prisoner of of the of the main bad guy, the the Otto, Otto whatever yeah. his name is, and Jacob, who who is working for him, I think. And she's their prisoner. What appears to be Duragur for uh, for movie bad guys at the moment, kept in a in a glass mm. case. Where does she poo? Rich, I had the <laughs> when I was watching it yesterday. I was like, "There's no bed in there." How- I was like, "They do let her out to go for the toilet." How long right? has she been in there for? Could you? This is leads me on to my next God point. Knows. All right, I need you, just like we did on the last pod of a review, is to explain the plot. Yeah, and the MacGuffin. Oh, in particular. Well, the the MacGuffin is the. Is the weapon the device, isn't it? That's the MacGuffin, right? So, so that's the best you've got. It has that's one. the best you've got for me. It's a weapon. It's a device. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> the plot is: Mister Nobody has gone missing. Uh, he manages to somehow send a message out that uh, that Ramsey picks up. I think Ramsey's good in this. That's another thing I should say. Mm, more today. It's nice to have an intelligent female lead, female character in this. I think she's very, very good. I would like to see more Ramsey, please. I also quite like the bit where she's driving a truck. That's funny. There's this message that um, that comes from from Mister Nobody, and they go off to try and find his plane has crashed in some made up place. Yep. But in, in thinking they're going to rescue him, but obviously they go, you know, Ramsey, Tyrese, and uh, and Ludacris go off to get Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez to go and help them with this rescue mission, obviously. And yeah, they turn up. Mister Nobody is not there, but they find. Something, <laughs> listeners. This they're find... struggling here, and there's a reason for this. Is because the plot makes no <laughs> sense. It, it's, it's it's muddled. Basically, there's, the there's something that the team have to retrieve from three locations to stop. Again, yeah. very much like the hitman's bodyguard's wife, a like a doomsday device that was somehow reset humanity, kind of thing. It's it's that kind of device right? yeah it will somehow like yeah destroy all the computers in the world thing. and it's so dangerous they they've obviously they haven't kept it in one place which is quite nice for a plot device no they've split it into 
three, yeah, three. they split it into two pieces. And then a key card. Yeah, well, they split the device into two pieces and then there's a key for the device. And I won't tell you any more about the key. Yeah, we'll stay, we'll stay clear of the key. But essentially... Because that was stupid. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Did you enjoy the, like, the, the location jumping? Did you enjoy... Because we've both been to Edinburgh separately and I know some of the roads yes, around yeah. there are, you would not be able to drive around there. I mean, there are some big old bloody big roads for the centre of Edinburgh but the part they were driving around the, the castle I don't think that's possible to do that around there is it? I mean it obviously is possible because they did it but you know it's it, it would be very difficult what I didn't realise I saw um, uh, Natalie Emmanuel on the one show <laughs> flick the one show on for like five minutes and she was on there and I didn't realise she doesn't have a driving licence yeah so she was she was driving that massive lorry around Edinburgh <laughs> she doesn't even have a driving licence oh wow I think she did pretty well to be honest that's a great sequence she's like the look of panic on my face is real because <laughs> like, I'm really panicking there are really good sequences in it there are really kind of good parts it just it just it's really muddled trying to bring it together mm. A little bit like, I felt similar to, to the Hitman's Bodyguard's wife, actually. I was like, I do not need to think about this in any depth, otherwise it will all fall to pieces. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the nuttiness <laughs> and the explosions and Tyrese being funny with Ludacris. Yeah. That's it. That's I'm just. That's all I'm going to do. I have absolutely no idea who the baddie was. Whether the baddie was Jacob, whether the baddie was Otto, like... Or Cypher. I don't think the script knew. I didn't know... This or Cypher, yeah, absolutely. I'm com- I was completely lost about what was happening there. Do you know what I was lost about? And you might be able to help me. Yeah. The Cardi B character. Have we met her before? Have I completely forgotten her from another character? Because it felt like when Vin Diesel met... Is that who that was? The rapper, yeah, in the van. I felt like we should have known where who she was. At this point, they're just dropping characters and like acting like oh we know who this I is i don't think she's been in it before i mean but both me and you have just watched the last eight very yeah I, mean, I don't remember her from it no i was well confused by her well, did you like helen mirren popping up that's again this is no spoilers this is all out there knowledge i i did get i did like helen mirren popping up um carly b has not been in any of the other fast and furious movies okay so I can... cool that, that confused me because i was like yeah, that bit didn't work for me either. Yeah, I liked Helen Mirren popping up. I mean, I would, I'm more than happy for Helen Mirren to pop up in any movie. Yeah. I think that's that's fine. I like her character of Queenie. I think she's brilliant. She's actually got really good chemistry with Vin Diesel. Yeah, she I has. don't think that's an easy <laughs> thing to do. Sometimes, I think the other people have worked no. so long with Vin Diesel now is good. Like uh, Michelle Rodriguez is so good with Vin. But then you put the, him with other characters and it just is awkward. It's really wooden. Yeah. I don't know if I if Even for me, I'm sitting here and I, I'm thinking maybe this was all a step too far. And I love the Fast and Furious films. I'm a big fan of them. And I did enjoy this one. But even at the end, I was like, oh, we've got, we've got two more films of this now. And you know what I really enjoyed? I really enjoyed that sequence of the, the young Toretto's having a race. Yes. I thought yeah. it went back to it. And I was like, do you know what? The, I missed the racing. It was really good. And I really liked the remix of uh, the Prodigy song, Breathe. I thought that was a really good sequence. And I, I'm just going to mention it. Brian Tyler's score. This is the first Fast and Furious that I've actually noticed the score apart from the popular songs. This is, I was like, oh, there's actually some properly yeah. good worked orchestras. And so uh, thumbs up yeah, to that. Yeah. I really enjoyed, I, that was That was really good for me. Life is a highway, 
And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm really with you on this, actually. I, I Not the music. I didn't notice the music quite as much as you, I don't think. But I think that um, I'd really like to go back to the racing bit. If we're going to do another two films, can we have one that's about car racing, please? Because I don't, I don't know. It, the rest of it's just getting silly. So if we can just dial it back a little which bit. on one hand is great it's great it's great cinema it's great stuff just to turn your brain off and watch these ridiculous yeah uh set pieces and and i films. didn't miss the rock that and i thought i would i did did you miss the rock uh, yeah that i you i'm did. still sitting there thinking i'm missing paul walker which is a shame and i'm missing the rock I always miss paul and even walker. in this one statham as well there's a point when you just realize that you're they're they're relying a lot on the, the silliness of vin diesel and there's one scene in particular. I was like, "Come on now!" I just don't understand how we've got from the first film, and he's had no spy training, and now he is literally. This film is like a Jason Bourne slash Bond kind of a spy filler. Exactly. It, it, and this it is hurts the, my this head. Is the weird thing in my head is that he's he's gone from a plucky street racer kid to what? I mean, Phil Mitchell off of EastEnders at this point. He's the smartest man in the world at this point. The strongest and smartest. Yeah. He, well, no, no, hang on. He, he He's basically Phil Mitchell off of EastEnders. He's bald, grumpy, appears to, to do nothing for anyone else. However, he has also got a very special set of skills. <laughs> where, where have they come from? I can buy the driving. I'm, I can buy that he's a brilliant driver. But apart from that, yeah. Vin Diesel running as well for me always looks awkward. He just looks uncomfortable when he does it. Cause he's... His action looks a bit uncomfortable, I have to say. And that's where The Rock was good, because The Rock could do all the action stuff. Yeah. You know, you didn't need Vin Diesel to do the action stuff. Vin Diesel looks like a street brawler. You know, he looks like he'd be handy in a fight, but he'd, you know, he'd pick up a wrench and hit you with it, rather than, like, know all the kung fu moves and stuff. Yeah, that was Paul Whereas Walker. The Rock looks like he could actually, you know... Yeah, yeah, Paul Walker was better at that stuff. I mean, The Rock also looked like, you know, The Rock's The Rock. You know, he could do that sort of thing. So, I, I don't know, it's just, yeah, you're right. That's that's not quite not quite there. I just, just want him to go back to the cars. 
just go back to the car racing. Yeah. Can we just have like? Can we just have Letty's like Jensen interceptor back from Fast Five, please? You really love that. Like, car. I just want the cars. I love that car so much. <laughs> I really love that car. But yeah, just the whole Mister Nobody direction. It's wearing thin now. Yeah, and, but it was linked to the Rock because the Rock character was the CIA connection, and I don't understand why these guys being called back in. He was. And but then there's stuff happens in this film that's he's now he's now jettisons himself into other people's storylines. He mentions a certain character that I didn't even know was a CIA. Gal Gadot, right? He mentions at one point yeah. that she was a CIA operative. Is that is that right? I thought she was just a bad yeah. guy with Braga's crew. When did wish? She... No, she's she's pretending to be bad guy Braga's crew, wasn't she? Never knew that. What? Oh no! I was I was just thought she was she was like a an undercover agent. I thought she was just a bad guy. Like I knew she was like. Was she not? Black have ops. I made that up? I think we're gonna have to go and watch number four again just to really make sure. Anyone listening, if you want to message us and let us know what the actual score is, I thought she was an undercover agent, which would make oh, sense. Oh, it makes sense in this film. now. Because at one point, Mister Noble <laughs> describes uh, her her character as his best like best operative. But you're right. You're right. He was the link between this secret spy world yeah and yeah. now they're getting called upon above everyone else above like black ops and marines and secret services they the go-to team are yeah. tedge roman ramsey you know letty and dom <laughs> and yeah and roman is a driver which is weird but right? now he's turned into like everyone shoots and never misses and these cars are bulletproof. I mean, Roman wasn't even a driver. He must have been a driver. Roman wasn't even a driver, was he? He was just Paul Walker's mate when he started. Yeah, but he drove him. Like, he was Paul Walker's mate from... But I don't think he was, like, you know, an out-and-out race car, race driver, You know, in he? Too Fast and Furious, Tedge wasn't, Tedge wasn't a computer expert. He was a man, if you wanted things, you'd go to. And it's yeah, and he had he a garage. He didn't turn into a computer expert until... Five, I think? Yeah, maybe the fifth one. Yeah. But in the fifth one, even... Oh, what's Mia was doing more of the computer lifting. Well, she is now a, a super co-cracker as well, as well as Ramsey and, and Tej. And Tej knows I do, I, Kung Fu all of a sudden. I, I do quite like the uh, the shoehorned in who's looking after the kids, because I thought that. I was like, who's looking after the children? <laughs> like, they've all got yeah. kids. What's happened to the kids? You know, who's looking after them? But I, I like that they shoehorned in. There was babysitter. Rich, I feel bad. I feel like I'm dragging you down into my way of thinking. You, you have a little. You came in like... I mean, I didn't think about all this stuff. That's the thing. Is that I just went on my on my feelings. And I had to run out of the cinema. Literally as it end, ended, I had to run out because there's a family thing that I had to go and sort out. So you didn't see the credit? I did not the, see the, the credit the, the bit. So I would like you to, to tell me what the credit bit is. But I'm not sure if you want to do that on the podcast. Because I don't want to spoil it for other I'll people. I'll tell you that afterwards. Positives. So I enjoyed it. And this is the thing. I really did. I've... It's, it's enjoyable, isn't it's it? It's not meant to be thought about, is no. it? No. Yeah. No. You can't You can't think about it. You can't think about it because everyone would be dead in the first five minutes. If it was, if there was any sense of reality, everyone would be dead. <laughs> they would all be dead. Do you think in the, in the 11th one we find out they've all been dead straight away from their first... <laughs> it's going to end like the goddamn... From Fast, from fast Five, they all got shot in, in Rio. <laughs> and this has all been some sort of fever dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Dom's been in a coma from, since then, ever since, and this has all been going on in his head. I would like Eleven to be animated... 
<laughs> where... We're a sequel podcast, so we can talk about sequels and stuff. Where do you think they're going to go? I don't know where they can go. I don't feel like they've got a Marvel, you know, storyline planned like from each episode. I think it seems to be Cypher at the moment. That seems to be something they're grabbing onto. But where, 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 where's this going to go? What can they do? Are they going to carry on with the spy stuff? Or are they going to bring it back home down a little bit? I would like, I'd like it, it a little bit more. If they, any more family members going to pop up? Something like that. I mean, hopefully, what? Do you think Cole Hauser from Too Far? Sorry, I keep interrupting you. But do you think Cole Hauser is going to be come, come back and be the big bad guy? Because in number two, he said he's going to be back, and you quite he did, him. and I do quite like him. Guy. Yeah, that I mean, that'd be quite cool. I quite like that. The um, the Asian brothers from the first uh, Fast and Furious are they going to retcon it back to? Make a full circle. Oh, again, that would be. I'm just putting ideas in. You, I know, you? and I just can't think of. I can't think of what they're going to do. Could we just? Where have, would you like it? To I go? mean, anywhere where Sean isn't Lucas, or anywhere Lucas Black. I think I'm sure he's a great actor. I just don't get him. <laughs> I just don't like. I don't get that whole thing at all. How's he a rocket scientist all of a sudden? What the hell happened there? I think I'd like it to go back to the cars. You're right. I would like it to. I'd like it to go back to being. A kind of Beverly Hills Cop style drug busty type thing, like almost like Too Fast, Too Furious, but with all of them. Like I'd like it to go back to being a kind of buddy cop comedy, I guess, action comedy. I would like, to, and I don't want to be dark about this. I'd like to see some of them, more of them, die to really put some proper consequences. I mean, that's pretty dark. Jeopardy. <laughs> that's, uh, that's I don't. I, like I don't think Fast and Furious is going to get that dark. I think if we're not if we're not going to have the rock anymore, I think they should ditch this whole CIA spy nonsense because leave that to Mission Impossible. Right. Let Mission Impossible have that. You know they've got that sewn up. I mean, let's go to London and nah, break we've up. Been to a, London too many times. Now. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to think of how I can get Helen Mirren in it. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Um. Australia would be good. They haven't done Australia. Australia would be good. Been on ice. We've done the jungles now. Yeah. Have we done? We've done the. Well, we've done a bit of desert because we did that in seven. Yeah, I think I don't want any of that. I don't. I don't think I want any of that. I want street racing back. I want. I want some sort of. I want some dirty cops. I want them stuck in a situation that they have to get out of, where dirty cops going to send them to jail again. And I want cars. And I want really cool cars. And I want. <laughs> I really want Let- Letty's Jensen Interceptor back and I really want to see some really cool cars and stuff and yeah uh, but I'm not sure how you fit Ramsey into it because I like Ramsey as well but yeah I just uh, I don't I don't know Dave I, I I can't think where they go that's where I'd like them to go I don't think that's where they're going to go no I hope they kind of just stick to one storyline if that makes sense, because we're getting so close to the end now that they've got to concentrate on the big, the bigger picture. Yeah. But I've got to, okay, two more questions for you, Rich, and this is we're going to wrap it up now. Okay. Okay. One unequal sequel question. What kind of unequal sequel is this? Oh, this is hard. And then I'll get your rating. It depends which one I'm putting it to. So is it as good as eight? Yes, it's it's probably as good as eight. If not, it's on a level with eight. So as in the, the last one that it's a sequel of, it's equal because it's equal to eight, I would say. Is it as good as mm. the first one, The Fast and Furious? No, no, it isn't. Is it as good as five? No, it's, it's definitely not. So in that sense, it's unequal to, to, to a lot of the rest. 
and but like I said to you earlier, I would yeah. I'd still put it above I'd still put it above Too Fast Too Furious. I'd, do I put it above Tokyo Drift though? I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to have a second watch of it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I would like to see it again. How it plays again? Yeah, it yeah for me because I yeah. still I still haven't decided if. If how madly in love with it I am with this, I like I enjoyed it. My overall feeling as I left the cinema was I really liked that. I really enjoyed that. I had really good fun. But you, the more I think about it, the more I think it was. I'm so it was sorry. Also, really, no, no, no. It's not you. Think I've been thinking this the whole weekend as well. Is that it was really messy and really muddled. Yes, it doesn't make a lick of sense. Like, <laughs> but I did enjoy it. Like that's that is my my initial reaction is it was fun. That's the positive. But don't good. think about it. <laughs> don't think about it at all. Out of unequal sequel ratings, out of seven, what would you give it? Three and a half. It's back, sort of in the middle, I guess. Not not quite as good as Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, basically. Weirdly, I I think I enjoyed that more as well. Yeah. But like you said, this is it's just fun. It, I don't think you're meant to question. Uh, why they're going into no, space I mean, or how a, a car could drive over a bridge that's fallen apart yeah. before they've even got just, on Just it. suspend uh, your um, knowledge of fundamental gravity and you know how physics works and the fact that space is really, really cold. <laughs> and yeah, just uh, let it be. It's basically a grown-ups cartoon, I think, isn't it? That is a wonderful way of thinking about it. Grown-ups cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a live-action grown-ups cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, there is not one point you have to think if you just and be like, I'm "Just going to watch these cars yeah. do some stupid stuff." It, I mean, essentially, it could be Danger Lovely. Mouse, couldn't it? You know, that's basically what we're watching. Yes, there's, yeah. One of the cars looks like it's from Danger Mouse <laughs> in the end. So we're going to say three and a half out of seven. Yeah, we're going to say it's kind of an equal sequel. Yeah, because it's kind of equal to eight, just like the rest of them. Yeah, equal to eight. Let's not get into that debate again. If you want to know about our ratings of the Fast and Furious, listen to our previous extra episode. You can see our feelings. They're mostly positive, to be honest. And I put that into this as well. I wouldn't make claim this is a bad film. No, um, no. I would claim it's too long. I, I still stand by that. I don't think any film would like this has to be two and a half hours long. And if they make the third, the next two, three hours long, I, oh God. Yeah, I mean, two perfect. hours is about right for a Fast and Furious. I don't think it needs to be. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think yeah, it needs to perfect. be more than two hours. No, let's go, let's go back to these films. Let's not forget these films are fun. Yes, um, we had fun, yeah, and they're not meant just, to be epic. Let's just stop on that. <laughs> it's not Lord of the Rings because I think me and you are like tr- we're clinging on to like we had fun, but we keep on thinking of things we didn't enjoy. About <laughs> yeah, it. true. If we just stop it, leave it, and be like, no, we did have fun in this one. It was a good one. And that's that for this another bonus episode of the Fast 9 Review. If you're wondering where it fit, might fit into our rankings of the Fast and Furious franchise, please go back another episode. We've uh, done like a, a breakdown of what we think the whole series is like. It's pretty mental and we kind of lost our minds there. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to other episodes if you have done. They are all up on many podcasting platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. We are also on social media if you want to find us something about us with on instagram and twitter and if you want to get in contact it is unequal sequel at hotmail.com that's all the information i have to give you today please listen to our forthcoming episodes 
Our Monday episodes are always our main episodes where we interview a guest about their best, worst and dream sequel. And then sometimes on a Friday we have bonus episodes, which are normally something to do about sequels. Anyway, that's enough from me. Thank you for listening. Thank you from Rich. Thanks. Uh, And see you next week. Bye.